Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Hey, everybody, and welcome once again to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. We're really excited because this is our first show that's going to be on the radio after several years of doing this exclusively on social media and on podcasts. We welcome you from whatever platform you're joining us. Uh, today's topic is going to be marriage is empowering and liberating. Before we get to that, though, Kristen, can you open us up with prayer, please? Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, that you have hope for us. You have peace. You have everything we need. You are all things for all times, for all seasons. God, I pray for any person who is listening to the sound of my voice, who feels alone, who feels that that they've been cheated in life, who feels that they're lost, who feels that they're insecure. God, bring hope to people who feel they have no options, no nothing, everything seems impossible. Bring your light, bring your comfort to the grieving widow. Lord, right now, I pray for each person, every person that's going through something, God, you can divide the message all those different ways to what they need to hear for your Holy Spirit, Lord. Speak through us today, God, so that each person will know how loved and how valued they are by you, Lord, for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. I have to tell you, your prayers absolutely are the best part of the show. I would tune in just to hear like that 30-second prayer or, or however long that was oh. at the beginning or the end, uh, and the end of the show. It was just extraordinary. I have to write like entire outlines when I speak, and you just speak right off the cuff like that, and it just comes out perfectly. Well, you're the most encouraging husband, and that's why I married you. Not well, the only reason, but. <laughs> thank you. All right. So today's topic, again, marriage is empowering and liberating. And why am I doing this topic? Because I think I told you this. In fact, I know I told you this. I had one of my very good friends come to my office not long ago, and he and I have been married about the same amount of time, a couple years. And what's the natural thing to ask a person when you see them after a while? You say, well, how's married life treating you, right? You know, just kind of small talk. And you just expect small talk back, like, oh, it's great. I'm wonderful. The kid's great. It's wonderful, that sort of thing. And instead, he goes into this long monologue, almost sermonizing out of nowhere about how historically marriage has been oppressive and it's part of the patriarchy and it's even oppressive to him because, you know, he prefers to feel liberated and instead he's so constricted and he has all these, you know, uh, these expectations and this and that and on and on. And believe it or not, it's not just him. I mean, there is this whole strain of thought in our society now as though marriage hasn't been under attack long enough that basically says, you know, marriage is like putting on chains. Marriage, from the feminist side, it's it's a uh, you know, vestige of the patriarchy. And in fact, I showed you before, Kristen, all these different articles. You can just, if you just Google marriage and patriarchy, you're just amazed at all the nonsense that comes up. Um, you know, I, I showed you a bunch of different articles. One from the University of Cambridge: marriage is associated with the gendered division of labor, with women taking on the lion's share of domestic and caring work and being paid less than men for the work outside the home. I don't know what that has to do with being married, by the way. I like the lion's share part of that. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Then here's another one: true equality in marriage isn't possible. Marriage is evolving. I would actually say marriage is is crumbling since half of our marriages end in divorce. But marriage is evolving, but the foundation of it is still rooted in patriarchy and oppression of ideal that no amount of feminist correction by its participants can fix. Even in feminist marriages, constant mental labor is involved. What does that even mean, constant mental labor? Like you have to... Like, what am I going to make for dinner? 
I over and over again. Well, I don't think that's it, but <laughs> especially for the woman. The active role of power dynamics is evident in marriage. And while one may argue that there's nothing wrong with people falling in love, getting married, and having a family. Oh, thank you. I'm glad that's now an acceptable argument to this person. They fail to take into account how it's really about losing bodily autonomy and the right to one's life decisions, especially those that lie below in hierarchy of power dynamics. I don't even know what that means. While research shows it is possible to exist within a marriage as a feminine – I don't know why anybody would want to be married to this person, by the way. <laughs> the concept of marriage itself brings to that a lot of barriers that – sorry, a lot of baggage that needs to be negated, overcome, and defeated. Is it worth it? Honestly, to be married to this person, it would not be worth it. Modern marriage is a patriarchal capitalist scam. Marriage is nothing but an exploitive capitalist scam influenced by patriarchal beliefs. The societal expectation to get married is rooted in the patriarchy. The pressure to have the perfect wedding day and the perfect marriage can lead to stress and anxiety. It exploits people's emotions and insecurity. Marriage reinforces traditional gender roles of power dynamics. It's anti-polyamory, meaning you, I guess, can't love more than one person, and rooted in heteronormative patriarchal beliefs. True love should not require marriage, and the emphasis should be on building strong, healthy relationships based on mutual respect. Well, first of all, the entire purpose of marriage is by having a commitment, you're actually able to build something. Whereas if you're engaged in some nonsensical, polyamorous, whatever she's talking about, where you just go from person to person, you're not actually building anything, and at least nothing substantial. But forgetting all this a second, just getting back to the, to the basic idea that my friend, who is not a woman, was was trying to express to me that marriage is disempowering and it's oppressive to him. I think what's really rooted at that is is this reluctance to take on adult responsibilities. Honestly, and I see that over and over in our society, starting in the 60s, where any kind of like adult adult responsibilities, like having a job and 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 taking care of a family and and exercising, you know sound judgment and saving for the future and things like that. Well, that's all oppressive because those are all things that we don't want to do. We're only doing them, you know, uh, to survive or we're just doing them because society expects it of us. And I got to tell you, it's just so much nonsense, Kristen. Now, I'll, I'll let, give you a chance to speak here and jump in. I know I've, I've gone long. But to me, what I told him and what I'm telling you is marriage to me was the most empowering thing I've ever done. Like I was such a limited person before I met you. And you have, through our growth together, you have empowered me to just to become more who, of who I'm supposed to be, a kinder person, a gentler person, a more patient person, a more responsible person. And all those things make me a more powerful person because I'm able to do more. I'm able to take on more responsibilities. And that's what I was put on the planet to do. I wasn't here just to take the path of least resistance and kind of exist until the day I'm, I die, but rather to make a real difference. And to do that, I had to become a better person. And marriage to you has helped me become that better person. So it hasn't been, it hasn't been emasculating to me or anything like that. If anything, it's been liberating because by becoming better, I've become more empowered. And by becoming more powerful like that, I'm more free to do more things and, and to have a greater impact on the world and to be a better person and become the person I'm supposed to be, including a, a, apparently a very long-winded person because <laughs> I've been going off for six straight minutes on this. I Go think, ahead. Take some of the microphone. Go. I think that's my influence on you, that I'm <laughs> so talkative that you have to feel like this is my moment to talk. And now, like... you don't have to try to over, uh, outdo me here. Just go ahead. We only have 12 minutes. <laughs> well, 
was your plan all along. You know what? (laughs) You have certainly made me a better person. And you're right. That's the way God designed it. And I do see this whole thing kind of bleed over into some negative things associated on social media sometimes with having children, which is very insensitive to people who really want a child. If you see somebody put something like, I can't believe, and it's usually tongue in cheek, but it, it is insensitive. I have to do all this laundry and I, you know, can't go out and I can't have adult conversations. So I do see that kind of bleed into instead of, um, you know, praising the idea of how wonderful it is to be able to be a mother or a spiritual mother in, in whatever capacity. But I think the real root, at least from a female perspective of all of this is you hear over and over again, you know, when you get married, you lose your identity. You make sure you don't lose yourself. Be an individual. Don't lose your identity. And I want to say that you have to be careful of losing your identity, knowing who you really are in Christ, because that is your true identity. And that is whether you are married or not. As a woman in particular, and all men and women, but particularly women, you have so many different roles in, in life. If you're a wife and then you become a mom, if you are a mom who's working a corporate, dro- corporate job and then all of a sudden you become a stay-at-home mom or, you know, you're a grandmother, you know, if something happens where you're a wife and all of a sudden you're not married anymore and that was your identity, you're going to feel so lost mm-hmm. and so insignificant. Mm-hmm. If you're a mom who was, you know, you want to achieve in the corporate sector, all of a sudden you become a stay-at-home mom and you're homeschooling kids and you feel like, where's my significance? Where it, When in fact, that is very significant because you're shaping human beings for for God. But I think all the root of that, what happens is your identity is lost and then you feel insignificant. So then you strive por- for perfection that you can never attain because we're not perfect people. And you strive for it in all these different roles that keep changing. So what we need to do is there's no substitute before going before God and saying, God, what is my identity? Because it's not just my identity is in Christ. That's the starting point. But I believe that God has given us, each of us, a unique, specific core identity that we need to discover. And then from that perspective, we can achieve and be all the roles we're supposed to be by putting our excellence and standard of excellence in him. You know, it's an interesting perspective. When we were discussing this before we started the show and you were talking about identity, I thought, no, that's not it. It's more about personal responsibility. People That, that so many men are just stuck in this sort of Peter Pan phase. They just don't want to grow up. You know what I mean? But again, this is what's great is that from my perspective as a man, when I see men shirking marriage, it's because they don't want to grow up for the most part. They don't want to take on that responsibility. And it's that responsibility that helps us grow. It's, you know, anything worth doing is going to have stressors, but it's a responsibility that builds up our spiritual and emotional and mental muscles. But then it's not that I'm right and you're wrong. It's that you see things from a perspective I don't see them. And it never occurred to me that to women, the real issue is is losing their identity. It's very strange. It's almost like putting you and I together as a man and a woman in this sort of marriage relationship makes us better as a whole than we are individually. Isn't that weird how that works out? <laughs> and, and, and for all the men out there, that was great that you said, it's not that you're wrong, you know, no, no, but like, I never when, am. <laughs> as a man, when I first hear that, it's like, well, that wasn't in my brain, so that can't be the right answer. But then thinking like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Okay, then it's just, it's not that I'm right and you're wrong. It's just a different perspective. I need the ladies to call in and back me up on I, but I, it's, I would not have known that. I wouldn't I have know, known I'm that teasing. half the audience is feeling what you're feeling and the other half mm-hmm. is feeling what I'm feeling. Yes. You know, I just, yes. it, it wouldn't have occurred to me. So. Same. 
And you, you hear all the time how people come up to you who knew me ahead of time and didn't know you and say, Jordan's a really a much better person ever since he I, met you. I want to know what you were like, Jordan. I- uh, no, I was a good person. I just, you just, you just made, since I met you and we got married, our lives have just taken off like a rocket ship. Amen. Amen. We are better because of that. Amen. All right. In the last 40 seconds here, Kristen, do me a favor and pray us out. Thank you, God. Thank you for this day. I pray that each person listening today would, would just feel a peace about their significance, their role in the world, and to take on the responsibilities that you've called them to, because you have a special identity and a special significance for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We really are, are very honored to have you in, as part of our audience. We're going to keep praying for you as always. Feel free to contact us on social media. We'll see you next week. As always, until then, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.